Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio, this is Yolanda, and before we get into today's show, I just want to thank all of you who have already joined the Seeker Circle, our private Facebook group, where we are discussing the shows after, and also you have an opportunity to um, connect with the guest on the show. So this past week, we had our first Facebook Live where we spoke with Sam, who was on our last episode, and she gave some great additional information about um, health and nutrition and just sharing more about her practice and what has helped her. So if you want to join us in the Secret Circle, go to my Facebook page, Yuchi Wellness, and you can um, request to join the group and continue the discussions there. So I hope to see you if you haven't joined yet. And today we are going to talk to another guest. Today we're talking to Michelle. Now Michelle is a Reiki practitioner. And I have known Michelle for several years now. I've worked with her over, I believe it's been at least three years. And she has just evolved so beautifully in her practice. And so she's going to share with you today about how to live your spirituality. And the reason I'm so excited to share this with you is because so many people feel that they don't have time. They don't know how to make time for their spirituality and they feel like their you know, regular life is a separate entity from their spiritual practice. But Michelle has done a beautiful job of integrating this, like living her actual practice. So we're going to talk about you know, how she has this extremely busy life and still making time for self-care but what I can't wait for you to hear about is how she has even started using Reiki with her family and the story around her using Reiki during her pregnancy. So you want to tune in for this. I hope you enjoy the show. And again, we will see you in the Seeker Circle. Okay, so here we are on Reiki Radio with Michelle, whom I have to say I absolutely love. <laughs> I've known Michelle. Uh, <laughs> I've known Michelle for years now. So, Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on the show, and I just love that we're able to share this way. So, thank you so much. No, you. well, this is what's so funny. As you know, I just said I've known Michelle for years now. We've worked together for at least three years, I think. And yeah. I'm so amazed with how you have really found out how to live your practice. So Michelle is going to share with us today about this because she's a mom, she's a wife, she has a regular, you know, full-time job, and she still manages to fit in time for self-care. And so I think your story will be so helpful to people because a lot of people wonder how to fit it in, like how on earth they don't know how to merge the two. So one right. of the first things I want to ask you so that people can get familiar with you is how did this all start for you? How did you end up practicing Reiki and how did this journey begin? 
Yeah, sure. So I guess it was about like six years ago. Um, I just personally wasn't feeling all that well, like run down. And I was looking for a place to get a massage, actually. And I was looking online and I found this small little, I don't even, it wasn't really a spa. It was just um, a place that they did energy work and massage and hot stone, all that great stuff. And I came upon Reiki. She, she said all the services that she did. I was like, Reiki? I've never heard of that. Like, it sounded interesting. And um, I read up about it. I was like, you know what? This sounds pretty cool. And I've always been into, like, spirituality and energy work, but didn't really understand it much. So that was the yeah. first time I received a uh, Reiki treatment. And, and I tell you this all the time, but for me, it was better than any massage, any spa day I've ever had in my life. I, I couldn't, it's very hard to explain to people unless they actually get an actual Reiki treatment, but I felt like a vacuum cleaner, like, sucked, was sucking out all the blocking in my third eye, my ear, and, and she was just placing her hands on me, and I was pretty fascinated by it, and in my head, I'm saying to myself, how is this, this is insane, like, how does this work, like, I was really intrigued, and make a, make a long story short, I was fell in love with it, and um, she told me, my Reiki teacher, Patty Van England, she told me that they, they were offering Reiki 1 and 2 classes that year and that I should sign up, which I did, and hence, you know, that's how my uh, my journey started with Reiki, so. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting just even hearing you say all of that now. Now, this all started before your beautiful baby came along so you did have some yeah. time of yeah like practicing and playing with the technique um before life got even more full as Crazy. it is now for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> this full oh full yeah life. big time yeah and but you're such a beautiful example of you know how people can blend their spirituality with their real life and like showing up without any excuses so in this process before we get to everything that you have on your plate, I wanted to ask you if there's anything that you have learned about you and, you know, how the practice of Reiki and what you do, how it has created any shifts in your life or relationships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it just had to do with constant work, right? Like you're constantly working on yourself. Um, but I think what how everything started to unfold was, again, after I had my son, I also had surgery this year, a lot of crazy, crazy shifts. And, you know, my body went through hell and back, if you will. So yeah. I felt like that also helped me just open up. But a lot of it was the self-work, the healing, the years of 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 things that you bottle down and you don't you don't recognize or you don't acknowledge and you just like stuff it down way deep, deep. And then you realize that, wow, you know, stuff that, you know, when you were a child, past life thing that you, you hold on to your, hold on in your space and you don't realize how much it's affecting your life until you face it. And once you face it, oh my gosh, and it's hard and it's not pretty, it's ugly at times. And, um, but once you get through that, you know, work on you, of the healing and the forgiveness and uh, for yourself, for others, for whatever it may be, it's amazing what you can do for yourself and for others. I mean, that was big. Yes. I think that was a big thing this year. So I, I apologize if I'm like all over the place, but. 
No, it's funny. It's so funny. Of course, you said these things as connected as we are. I actually was planning to do a podcast about that, like how the storage of emotion and, you know, all of this, how it impacts the way that we function in our life right now. But that's such a beautiful message for people to hear because, one, it reminds us the importance of working on ourselves. You know, this is a beautiful technique and we can share it with others. But the key is really like unpacking your stuff and working through your layers so you can, you know, become more clear and more aware and more aligned. But it does drudge up. I mean, you know, just like you said, things from our childhood, past lives, all of these things come up. And this work really gives us the space to choose what to do with these energies so that we don't have to carry them so heavy anymore. So with that, even in your practice, now I said the beautiful thing about you is you are really living your practice, but you do more than Reiki. So what are the different elements that have helped you in this journey? Um, I would say, like, you mean as far as, you know, working on doing Reiki itself or just like my work-life balance or just a combination of everything? Yeah, because you kind of do everything. Like you have like a beautiful self-care kind of regimen, but you also, you know, you have your life too. So how do you manage that all? And what is it that you do practice or do or what does that look like? Oh, yeah. So it's it's definitely the self-care is big. And, you know, I'm sure everyone knows that you need to take care of yourself. If you can't be a good mom, a good wife, a good husband, a good friend, if you don't take care of you first, that's like rule 101. And yeah. we've all been conditioned to, at least me, the way I was raised, um, you do things for yourself, oh, that's selfish, or, oh, you have to do for others, which doesn't mean that you're not doing for others. But I know personally I'm not a good mom if I don't, you know, take time for me, whether that's being meditating or taking a walk. Um, yoga is big. I really got into kundalini yoga the past few years. I'm learning a lot. And that has been big in teaching me how to work with energy, um, yes. connecting with me and being aware. So, and I just see it. If I And it goes back to, we've talked about this all, all the time too, it doesn't have to be, you know, granted, you take a class, you know, you're looking at 90 minutes of your time. So, you know, it doesn't have to be an everyday type thing. Even if you're in your car before you go in the office, I do the kundalini mantras, the meditations, you know, five minutes, two minutes before bed. Um, I'll be putting my son to bed, and literally there's Alvin and the chipmunks in the background, and I'm closing <laughs> my eyes, connecting with me. And in my head, I'm like, this is crazy. How is this? But it's it works for me. It doesn't have to right. be this big production. I think what held me back for a lot of years was, oh, well, I don't have time for this. I have to commute. I, when I used to commute in the city, I, I, you know, by the time I get home, I'm exhausted, you know, eating, cooking dinner or trying to go to the gym or whatever you want to call it, make time for my family. I don't have time to meditate. It doesn't have to be this, like, you know, three-hour process, even if it's a few yeah. minutes a day. And I know Yolanda, you offer so many free guided meditations on your site um, that, have always, that helped me big time that I always use. If I'm on the run, I need to connect quickly. If it's hard for you to do it on your own and you need that outlet, just don't make excuses. Like, you can make the time. You have to make the time. You have to. And that's the really good thing about you, I think, that, um, you know, I think could be so inspiring to people because you really 
have made it your practice. Like you're not holding yourself to some big, long, drawn-out process. You just literally make time and fit things in when you can. And, I mean, even right mm-hmm. now, for those of you listening, I, Michelle's at work on her lunch break, <laughs> joining us on the show. So it just shows, like, how creative she is with, you know, fitting things in when she wants to fit it in. But I like that you mentioned the kundalini and how that's also taught you about energy because sometimes when we learn a particular technique like Reiki, we don't really um, recognize how there are so many other elements that help us understand us and help us understand energy and how they all blend, how there's really like this beautiful merger. Yeah. So even with the yoga that you do, and I know you're big on meditation now and the Reiki, do you just kind of see what you feel called to day to day or how do you work with your different practices? So definitely what I'm called day to day, and you know, with a toddler running around at home, it's, you know, everything's unpredictable. So you just never know like when I'm going to be able to fit in, whether it's a meditation or a class um, or even Reiki, but it's, it's really what I'm called to do or, or who needs me, you know, I'll yeah. have, and I'm noticing a lot recently, and I've been telling you this, is that I've been doing a lot of distance work. I do a lot on my family and friends, um, but more recently I'm noticing, like, extended family, friends, like people I may not be associated with on a day-to-day basis are randomly reaching out to me, and, I, and I've been doing Reiki for years, and they've known that, and people have known that, but I've noticed that I'm being sought out. Like, yes. oh, do you still do Reiki? You know, I'm going through this. Can you help me? Or I need a clearing on my home. Or, um, you know, can you connect with me tonight? And um, and I'll do it. And and, um, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I'm loving it because I remember being so afraid of distance work. Like, oh, my, you know, I don't know. Am I doing this right? Or am I, is this real? This is all before the, you know, before the now Michelle days, because the the past Michelle was afraid, how you know I was so afraid of what of of what the unknown or what I could be or what I would I would become, and right. you know that Yolanda, we've worked together for years, so like the fear really held me back, and then once I let go of that and trusted myself and trusted my process and got out of the you know, the textbook, oh, well, this is weird. Is this freaky? What exactly am I doing right now? This isn't the quote-unquote, you know, uh, A-, A through Z position, hand positions. You know, I'm going all over the place. This isn't what I was taught in the book. Once I let go of that, and you you taught me that uh, big time over the years, it's just amazing what, what unfolded and how I basically, I feel like my practice, is now on a completely different level than, you know, when I first started. You know, I think it's such a beautiful correlation, too, because that is a big thing, you know, that comes up for a lot of Reiki practitioners. You know, one, either having people to work on or feeling like, why isn't anyone showing up, but then also working through their own fear. And even your story shows the importance, again, of working on ourselves. Because as you worked through your stuff and as you let go of your fear, people just start popping up. I mean, people tune into us. So I think that's a good message to share with Reiki practitioners out there. If you are trying to start a practice or you feel like, where are the people? How can I get people to show up? 
you might want to start with working on you and really identifying what your fears may be, what may be, you know, whatever you're carrying. Because as you start to move that out of the way, you just, people do. They just start showing up. Now, you've been working a lot, too, with family, and you also did a lot of work during your pregnancy. So there's two things I wanted to ask you about that. One with the Reiki during pregnancy, um, what was that experience like? Did you feel like, you know, you were able to connect with the baby in a in a more, like, significant kind of way? And then even working with your family now, is that changing anything with your relationships or your perceptions with family? Sure. So definitely with the pregnancy, and I attest Reiki to the amazing pregnancy that I had. I did a lot of self-reiki. I mean, you worked on me. I feel like you were with me every step of the way, even though we're across the country from each other. How many times did I call you and, you know, can you work on me? And um, it was just amazing. What I feel like one of some of the most amazing sessions happened when I was pregnant. And I I really attest to reiki helping me get through and have, have such a great pregnancy. So, and then I also attest that to the bond I have with my son is just out of this world. And I mean, we just, we just look at each other's eyes and it's, it's over. Like, I mean, he knows me. I know him. We are so connected. It's like, it's pretty freaky. And I know other people see it. And I know like Yolanda, you've seen it when he was in the womb. So um, it was pretty crazy, like to experience that. But, um, as far as, you know, and even when my son was born, I, I mean, I attest him getting through those teething months. I, how many nights did I do Reiki on him um, right. to help us, both of us, get through the night? There were nights that, the sleepless nights of just both of us crying. And, um, you know, I just stopped and connected with myself, connected with him, and, you know, just surrounded us with love and light and how many times that helped us get through those sleepless nights. So, so many times I used it during pregnancy, even now, you know, if he, my son had night terrors, um, uh, about a year ago and I was, you know, did Reiki on him every night and that helped big time. So it just, it's so amazing just how I've been able to incorporate it in my life. I was, I used to have a Reiki room and then that room turned into my son's bedroom. So I remember being bittersweet when, when I had to basically put all my Reiki stuff away because I felt like, oh, well, that's it. I guess I'm not going to be able to practice anymore. And little did I know it was just the beginning of, yeah. of an amazing journey, you know. So, and then my family, sorry, I'm like digressing here. With my family, yeah. I do notice a lot more of, of my family utilizing me and reaching out to me now for help in, in their lives, um, which, again, it's, I've been doing Reiki for a long time, but I just, I'm noticing that a lot more, which I love, are coming to me for guidance and for help when my whole life I'm sort of the younger, younger one in the family as far as, like, siblings and, um, like, cousins and things like that. And I always felt like I was, you know, I was just like the little runt in the family. And now <laughs> I feel that I'm, that they're coming to me for guidance and that just, makes me happy that I'm able to help, you know? Yeah, and I I like that because it, again, speaks to how you kind of made your lifestyle 
and you incorporated this into your lifestyle. It's literally, you know, I always say Reiki is a a way of life, and you show that. I mean, you are really like this living representation of it because our spirituality and our spiritual practice, it really isn't the separate entity. And I think a lot of times people get caught up with, like, I don't have time for my spirituality because I'm so consumed with real life. But then here you are, Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, it's taken time, but you started with your self-care, and then now it just naturally opened up to you connecting it with your family and sharing it with your child, and, like, it's just so beautiful, and I hope that people really get that it doesn't have to be this separate thing that you do, you know, off in the closet by yourself, nobody understands, like, yeah, it really, you evolve with the practice. Even my husband, too, I he's not one to, I mean, I'm not going to say he's skeptical. He's very loving and very supportive with what I do. He doesn't really understand it as much, but that's okay. As yeah. long as he's supportive and accepting, that's great. But, I mean, I've noticed a change in him drastically in the past year or so, um, and, and I do feel like it's been an attest to the, the energy work I've been doing in my home, on myself. Yes. And on him, too. I don't work on him as much, but which now I'm starting to feel guilty because I feel like I should be working on him more because he's open to it. But I, I just, I've been working on a lot of other people. So um, I've noticed a change in him and just his overall energy and his overall attitude and, like, outlook on things. So um, that's just pretty cool because he's not really one to be, you know, um, He's not really into it. Doesn't mean he's against it, but he's not obviously as passionate about it as I am. So yeah. Well, one of the things too that you just said, which I know is a big part of this being, you know, just part of your lifestyle. You do a lot of work on your house, and you know, I do the same. Yeah. You know, people come into my space and they're like, "Oh, it feels so good in here." I'm like, "Cause I do energy work literally on my home." So can you yeah. share with people, you know, what? or just like a few easy ways or a few easy steps that you use to work on your physical environment that kind of bring the practice into your lifestyle? Oh, yeah, this is no joke, people. Like when it comes to your home, I mean, your home, you, you know, this is your house. So you don't realize the energy that other people are carrying and not purposely. They don't, sometimes they don't even realize they're carrying it. And if they right. come over, I mean, just spending time with you, even for a few hours. I mean, I had a visitor earlier this week, and now because I've been more open and I guess you could say aware, I see things now. Yes. And when that used to happen to me, I used to freak out, and I would call you and say, oh, my God, Yolanda, I don't know what the hell I just saw. I'm freaking out. Can you help me? Like, I can't sleep. You know, I, wouldn't, I didn't feel the confidence, and I was afraid. And then once I got over that, you know, when I see things now or if I feel things now, I acknowledge it. You know, just like we in our book, I know who you are. I know what you are. I know how you serve. You are light. You are love. Like, even if it's a lower vibration, doesn't, you know, don't be afraid. doesn't necessarily mean it's like a poltergeist out to, like, attack you and your family. It could be something that was left on someone or it's attached to the home. So what I do is I call and I, I lately I've been doing a lot of work with the archangels. I do I use the um, the the cards, the energy cards for that. But I basically yeah. call my guides. I ask them to 
I, I basically say the, the same thing over and over. I say, please put a triple shield of protection around me, my home, and my family. Anything that is not of the light of the Lord, have it bounce off the shield of protection and transmute it into love and light. So I say that daily, and then I also ask them, and Yolanda, you taught me this as far as calling in your guides, calling in the angels, and to come basically visualize them making a post in each corner of the home into the root of the home and lifting up the vibrations and lifting up the energy of the home. And I, I do that and I visualize it. And it's just, and I'm doing that for others as well, like, you know, people who need yes. it. And it's just, it's just amazing what you, you just, you feel better. People come in your home and, wow, you feel so great in here. It's so, it's so peaceful in here. And that has a lot to do with it. So just like, just, it doesn't have to be this long, drawn out thing. Just be aware of it. And just a lot of the visualization of it um, and calling in your guides and, and your angels um, is what I do. So not a big thing, but it works. Yeah. And, you know, I want to say that's a big one, especially for people who are very sensitive or empaths. Um, a lot of times we don't even consider the the energies that just surround us, the environment and how it does influence us. And just like, you know, mm-hmm. through outside of the home to just some random place and it doesn't feel good there, you're able to pick up on that. But our home, a lot of times oh, we yeah. come in and we just think because it's our home, like, oh, you know, this is my environment, not recognizing sometimes our moods, our attitudes, all of these things could be because of what we are feeling in the walls, <laughs> like feeling in the space yeah. because of arguments, like remnants of old disagreements and upset. So it's yeah. a very good practice of not only working on yourself, but being um, mindful of your environment, welcoming light and love into your space. And yeah, I mean, it makes a big difference. So it true. really does. And do research on, um, do research on your home if you can, if you're, if you're finding yourself in a situation where you don't like what you're feeling, especially if you're an energy worker and you're very sensitive to it, the longer you do energy work, the more sensitive you are to what's going on around you. So it may have been there the whole time, and then right. all of a sudden, like, what is happening? Do energy, do research on the land. That helped me big time to sort of go through um, the cleansing, if you will, of my personal home. But that yeah. could help you get answers to what's happening. So it may not even be, you know, you personally or or family, friends, whatever you will. But it could be, um, you know, it could be it could be from the land. So just the energy keep of the that land, in mind. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that is a really good tip too. Because and that's so true. I mean, as we keep practicing, we do become more sensitive, more aware. And, you know, if you don't know what's going on, people are like, what in the heck? Just like you at first, like, oh, I can see things and I'm sensing things. Yeah. But once you recognize it's just you becoming more in tune, intuitively aware, um, it's unreal what you become aware of. And you start to have so much more respect for energy work and the energy that we leave and the energies, you know, just our whole life engagement. So before you go, yeah. though, I did want to ask you, because I've been able to thankfully, you know, watch you go through this beautiful journey and going from the being afraid and doubtful into like really gaining confidence around your practice. And, oh man, you've just 
opened up so beautifully. I mean, Michelle is phenomenal. Her work is amazing. Um, I know firsthand. Thank you. Uh, so I wanted to know, are there any tips that you have for people who are still in this process of trying to gain confidence or um, any tips for them around trusting their own guidance? What has really helped you along the way? Yeah, so so back to definitely fear, you know, face it. Just face it and you will, you will soar. You know, you, once you get over that, I mean, it's the – the possibilities are, are endless. So that was big practice, right? right? I mean, every, we all say this, but you practice your practice. The more you practice, mm-hmm. you can read every book in the world about Reiki, but if you're not physically doing it, you're not, you're not growing, you're not learning. So practice, and it doesn't have to be on, on, you know, clients. It could be on yourself, on your family. Start there. And yeah. um, just quick word to, you know, worrying. I, I was at a Kundalini um, conference a few weeks ago, and one of the teachers said worrying is like praying for something you don't want and Uh that just so resonated with me because how you know we worry about our friends our family our children or our practice are we doing this right are they feeling anything is this helping am I helping you know and just stop stop and catch yourself it's easier said than done but uh, once you're more aware of your thoughts and you know just don't worry just trust in your yourself and your guides face your fears and you're just going to be amazed at what you can do. Anyone can do it. You know, my friends who I just started working on recently, I worked on my one coworker last night and she said to me, Oh my God, you know, this job was amazing. I, you know, you're, I can't believe you can do that. I said, you can do it too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can do it too. Don't, don't feel like you can't do this. Like don't. And I, I remember years, Yolanda, I would go to all my teachers. I would run to you. I would run to anyone else but look for myself look at myself to say wow i can do this like and once you just trust you can um you'll be amazed just just trust in you yeah and i think that again is a really good message around the practicing your practice but knowing that it unfolds over time like this process doesn't ever end and you continue to learn different aspects about you and you know your practice in of itself changes so much over time it's just it's unreal and it's one of those things it's hard to put into words but those of you that are doing it you know exactly what we're talking about so you know be easy on yourself but just like Michelle has done allow yourself to create your own schedule create your own practice no it doesn't have to look like everyone else's it just has to fit into your own life. And I think, again, you've yeah. done that and so beautifully. The universe, sorry, real quick, I don't want to forget this. The universe will provide for you because when I had to get rid of my Reiki room for my son's nursery, um, just recently one of my Kundalini teachers had said to me, wow, I didn't know you practice Reiki. I, I can rent one of my rooms out for you if you need for clients. So just yes. don't feel like it's over or how am I going to practice or how am I going to start this, if, you know, just know that universe will provide when you are ready. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. so true. <laughs> yes. So I think if anything from Michelle, we could get show up for yourself, do your practice your yeah. way and trust that the universe will show up when you're ready. 
And also, of course, yeah. be mindful of your fears and your worry. So here's the exciting part, though. I love this now. Um, Michelle and I just actually got out of the Seeker Circle, our Facebook group, right before this interview. And we were yeah. talking to um, the Sam, Sam, who was on the last podcast, and she was sharing some more, yeah. answering people's questions. So if you would like to talk to Michelle, we're going to schedule a time to Facebook Live in the Seeker Circle. You can ask her about her practice, how she's implemented this, how she's really become so intuitive. You guys, it's crazy how much she's <laughs> It's just unreal. But there's so much um, that she can share with you that will help you in your practice and like really making it a way of life. So join us in the secret circle. You can find out more on my Facebook page, which is Yuchi Wellness. I will have contact information for Michelle um, in the show description. So if you want to book a distance session with her or again, if you want to share with her anything that came up in the show, and we'll see you in the Facebook Live. Is there anything you want to Great. add before we go? No, no. Every day is so fun. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, please, anyone, any questions, reach out to me, email, and I'll look forward to chatting with everyone um, live whenever we schedule that. Yes. So I just want to thank Michelle, of course, for you know, joining us today, especially on her lunch break. Like, are you kidding me? But again, that's how she really just balances everything. So I'm very thankful for her presence. I'm so thankful for all of you being here. I will see you all soon in the Seeker Circle. And remember to always journey in love.